does a narcissist actually think about the bad things that they've done? Do they think about the things that have hurt people, that have gone awry? Like, what do they actually think about tied into remorse? Does a narcissist actually think about the bad things they've done? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, narcapp.com, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, please subscribe, please rate, please review, please share. Um, but please hit that notification so you can get notified when we drop new videos, when we go live, and to be a part of the community and the channel that's here. Well, a lot of times when you're dealing with a narcissist, it doesn't seem like they care about the things that they've done. It doesn't seem like they care about what's actually happened. And it doesn't seem like the bad things that they've done even matter at all because they just move on. They just continue forward into the next relationship, into the next venture, into the next thing. And you're left there wondering what's going on. Well, today I want to talk to you about how a narcissist thinks about the bad behavior and what's going on and how they avoid that reality, how they actually make that happen. And stick around for the last aspect of the aspect of the reality that you avoid as well that I want to bring up and touch on. Well, first off, just to clear the air, a narcissist knows that they're doing wrong things. It's not that a narcissist is bumbling through life and is hurting all these people and then surprised of like, whoa, like you got hurt, didn't even know that. Narcissist knows. They know that they're doing wrong. They might not have the same labels of the different tactics or the different things that we might look at or talk through. They might not know or identify that they are a narcissist, but they still know that the behaviors that they're doing aren't always the best. Oftentimes you can see this because of the fact that they're interacting with people differently than with everyone. They're abusing you different than how they're treating their coworkers, than how they're treating their family members, than how they're treating their boss. And oftentimes you need to remember they do understand how society works. They do understand that that raging and screaming that they do to you isn't going to work in the office, isn't going to work in the church, isn't going to work in some other society event, but they'll treat you that way. So understanding that a lot of times narcissists do know it's wrong and change some things that they do to conform a little bit better to society so they don't look as bad. So narcissists, they know they do wrong things, period. So everybody that's out there being like, they don't know, it's okay. Like, no, they know, okay? So happens around certain people, shame avoidance, everything like that, trying to be able to get away from stuff. It doesn't matter who they run over, all these things. Well, how does that actually match up in their mind? Like, how does that even work? Okay, so narcissists compartmentalize to not experience pain or shame. A huge aspect is this whole piece of shame avoidance. A narcissist wants to avoid guilt, shame, accountability, responsibility, all those type of things. And when we take into the, into the aspect of compartmentalization, it's taking into an aspect of like, I need to box up my feelings, my experiences, uh, different people, uh, different relationships, and be able to push them to the side so that I don't have to think about them or they no longer have to experience what happened in that relationship. This is how a lot of nurses can move on very quickly at the switch of a hat and be like, you no longer exist to me because you were in a box that they packaged up, taped up, and pushed to the side, stuck way back in the warehouse of their mind. They're like, I'm done with that person. 
So a lot of times narcissists will compartmentalize to not experience pain. This is how they separate the action from the self-image. They separate the action from the mask that they're putting out there. That wasn't me. I didn't do that. That didn't happen. And that denial piece is what you start to see of like, wait a second, they're denying reality. Well, yeah, because that reality existed only inside this box. That box is now put away. So therefore that reality doesn't exist. Sometimes you have the aspect that ties into this with the out of sight, out of mind. So object constancy of like where a narcissist is like, you no longer exist because I no longer see you. Uh, I no longer experience those things. So it's like compartmentalization and then put it out, out of your mind. No longer there. Awesome. Moving on. Okay. That's a lot of times how narcissists will try to experience, how to try to avoid experiencing pain and shame. Just box it up, the feelings, the emotions, and put it away. For me growing up, there was times that I would recognize, and before I knew the word compartmentalization, I knew I had boxes. I knew I had boxes that I would put like feelings in because I couldn't show those feelings to the world. I couldn't show those feelings to other people. It wasn't safe. It wasn't safe because of shame, because of the pieces that I knew would get thrown back at me or the pieces that I knew wouldn't be accepted in society or in different relationships. So I would take something and I would put it inside that box. I would take a certain feeling or emotion. There might be times I would come back and I would look at it or I'd open the box just slightly, never around anybody, never being vulnerable about what I'm actually feeling or experiencing, but only with myself. Look at it. Okay, yeah, I'm done. And then put it back. Okay, so open it and shut it. So narcissists compartmentalize to not experience pain and shame. Narcissists are also one of the first victims of gaslighting. Now that might come across kind of weird, but I think it's very true that a narcissist first off has to gaslight themselves before they're really good at gaslighting others. You see, when there's something that I do wrong, I have to convince myself that what I did wasn't wrong. It's the aspect of disproving the reality that's actually true and creating a new reality. When we're talking about past things, you'll hear it oftentimes in the aspect of rewriting history. Different than what I talk about with rewiring your mindset, rewriting is looking at something that's true and changing it to be false so that it feels better. Rewiring is looking at something that's false and changing it back to be true, even though it's painful to build a process and to be able to work through things. Well, a narcissist will end up gaslighting themselves to believe a lie. What I did wasn't hurtful. So so let's break it down. So it'd be like the idea of I slap you in the face. I know in that moment it's wrong. I can't deal with the fact that it's wrong because it's incongruent with the mask that I'm putting up there that says I'm a good person. So therefore, I have to figure out how to justify it. Well, maybe you deserved it because of what you said to me. Maybe you should have got it because of X, Y, and Z. Like I have to bring up something to rationalize what just happened. If I can't rationalize it to the point of saying like, oh, well, this is what you deserved, then I box it up, compartmentalize it, push it aside. Didn't even happen. Didn't even exist. I'm denying my own reality. I'm denying the reality that just happened. Gaslighting myself so that I feel better and I avoid that shame and pain. Well, in that aspect, it's always trying to convince myself that I was right. To switch it in my head that I'm a good person. So many narcissists will even tell you that. I'm a good person. Yeah, they're trying to convince you, but they're also trying to convince themselves. So another aspect, narcissists move on and forget by focusing on the future. The things in the past no longer exist. There's only the future. We're only going this direction. 
And a lot of times this is when they're focusing on the new supply, when the new person comes in and they get that high. They get the idea of like, well, now I'm addicted to the chase of another person. And they'll continue to chase and try to get another person. Then they get them and they're like, now what do I do? Crap, this is the worst relationship ever. I'm a victim. Discard. Let's go find another one. And it's just a constant moving. And as a result, there's no self-reflection there to be like, wait a second. This has happened like 20 times. Maybe I should change something. Nah, it's got to be them. And they continue to move on. Okay. So like there's always that aspect of like moving on really quick, focus on the new person, the new high, the new capture and getting fixed. You know, maybe this next person will actually love me, will actually fix me, will actually make me feel better about myself. You know, maybe they'll connect on a better level than the last person because the last person was abusive. Like all this stuff is going to start to switch through. Okay. And what we're, what a narcissist is really looking for at this point is we're looking for validation. They're like, let me find someone who's going to make me feel special. Then we get to the next person like, oh, nope, they saw me for who I am. They no longer like, like me in that aspect, so I'm going to move on. Well, it's because people are falling in love with a false persona. They're falling in love with a mask that doesn't even exist, a different creation of a person. And so as a result, they just keep cycling through person to person. Okay. Narcissists don't care because you don't matter to them. This is one of the topics that people don't like to hear. They don't like to feel the pain of being in love with another person that doesn't care about them. You see, you have to understand, if there's one thing you can take from this whole video, you have to be able to understand a narcissistic relationship is all about the narcissist. It's not about you. You don't matter in the relationship. Understand the difference that that doesn't mean that you don't matter. It means that you don't matter to that person. That person doesn't view you with enough value to actually treat you with honor, dignity, or respect. And so as a result, you start to ascribe your self-worth to what they're saying and not the reality of how they're acting and what's actually going on. And when we're talking about this, you need to understand that they don't care and it's demonstrated time and time again. How did this person demonstrate love, demonstrate care, demonstrate respect? How did that actually look on a day-to-day -day basis? You see, for a narcissist, people are an inconvenience or a means to an end. That's it. For a narcissist, a lot of times they're viewing the people in their life as an appliance. You are in my life for the opportunity to serve me, for the opportunity for me to get what I want. You need to tie that together. And if there's one thing you take away, it's understanding that level of the narcissist doesn't care about you because you don't matter to them. But that does not mean that you do not matter. That just means that their value of you, how they are valuing you isn't accurate and also isn't based on anything except for what you're doing for them. Hopefully that makes sense. A lot of times they'll look at you as an appliance, a toy in the shelf, because it's only about them. I've said before, narcissistic relationship is a one-sided relationship, and that one side does not include you. Last but not least, I told you about one thing I was going to talk, tell you about, that that's how they avoid reality. That's how narcissists avoid reality. Let's talk about you really quick. How do you avoid reality? Majority of the time, people want to avoid reality because of the truth. Truth hurts. Truth sucks. A lot of you might have tuned out with that last point that I talked about, about the narcissist not caring, because you're like, I don't want to feel that. That's the part that you need to feel. That's the part that you need to understand if you want to engage with your healing. If you want to engage with your growth on a whole nother level of saying, hey, this is the radical acceptance I need to have to move forward, to grow in this area, to transform who you are.
But so many people want to run away from the pain instead of embracing it. They want to avoid the pain instead of walking through it. They want to believe the false reality and not look at the truth of the situation. The truth is the only thing that's going to set you free. From the trauma bond, from the lack of self-worth, from the doubting yourself, from the lack of confidence, truth is the only thing that's going to start to set you free and guide you down that path. If you need guidance, if you need community to start fighting through the pain, I want to invite you to go to claritychallenge.net. It's a 45-day challenge. It's intensive. It's a 45-day, 45 minutes a day for 45 days that can help you walk through the process of taking back your power, understanding your emotions, understanding who you are, and find release in that. But engaging with the truth is the only way that you'll ever get free. Don't avoid reality to believe the lie of the fiction or the fantasy that the narcissist has made you believe. Thank you.